0: Good evening, boys and ghouls. Are you ready to be scared out of your skins? Because this week's episode, we are here to talk about...
1: <coughs> oh, that's much better. This week's episode, we are here to talk to you about our favorite spooky-ooky games that make our skin crawl. I'm your host, the Crypt Keeper, and joining me today are our guests, Megan, Joanne, and Alyssa.
0: Hello, everyone. Hello. <laughs> Oh my god! (laughs) I don't know if any of us were prepared for that, but I'm so glad it happened. (laughs) Are you
1: quite well, madam?
0: I just
2: had a little frog in my throat, that's all.
0: No, okay. Was he dying?
2: (laughs) Not yet.
1: Uh, Well, thank you for that wonderful introduction, Alyssa. Um, Would you like to all introduce yourselves and also tell us maybe a few fears or phobias you may have... Um, it doesn't have to be anything earth-shattering, though, so don't tell me that you're afraid to die or alone or, you know, <laughs> well, anything like that. But, you know, you do That you. strikes one off of my Alyssa's list. like, That's <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: Well, hello, all you cool cats and kittens. Uh, my-, <laughs> <laughs> my name is Alyssa and uh, my fear, other than dying, because I, like, literally stay up sometimes and just cry <laughs> about it, um, I have thalassophobia why are you looking at me like that
1: do our our, our listeners really want to get that involved in our uh, personal lives
2: sometimes i sit in the shower Wait, and cry what because is it, i think of i have an existential crisis i have Fear
3: of elastics
2: no okay oh let's guess that'd be great okay i have i have thalassophobia no googling let me see your hands what do you think the lassophobia is?
0: Fear of triscuits.
3: <laughs> Fear of triscuits. <laughs> Fear of thesauruses.
2: No. You Fear know of... me. Are you serious?
0: Fear oh, of whatever it is.
2: Nope. Joe, what is it? Is it, it?
0: that hole one? The what? The hole. You're afraid one? of holes? Isn't
2: no, that... that's um. called. um
3: something with
2: the t something that everybody oh. thought that they had when the new iphones came out and they had like three holes and they're <laughs> like oh so god annoying. i have a phobia um no it's um, it yeah what is, it is it
1: fear of water
2: it's fear of open water
1: oh yeah. dan has that yeah
2: yeah the lassa in greek means sea or ocean so yeah i'm really scared of open water uh i have a I have a totally ridiculous fear that like if I'm swimming in a pool and I'm by myself, a giant animal like Jurassic Park like is going to just come up and just scoop me out of the water. Um, So yeah, irrational fears for the win.
3: It's not helped anytime we watch like an anime, like when we're watching Avatar or Korra and like random shit would come out of the water and she's
1: like, see, it could happen. Don't watch Ponyo.
2: I watched Harpoon and that was hard to watch. (laughs)
1: Well, thank you so much for sharing, Alyssa. Um you're very I will welcome. make sure I'll that we do not now. go to a beach anytime soon. <laughs> Who would like to go next?
0: I'll go. Um okay, Megan. Hi everyone. My name's Megs and you're about to find out how much of a baby I am. <laughs> I'm pretty much afraid of everything when it comes to what we're about to talk about today. However, I have three main fears. That pop up in my daily life. (laughs) Um, One is the dark. I've always been afraid of the dark. Uh, Two is I have claustrophobia, so I'm like I have horrible panic attacks if I'm in closed off spaces and I don't know how to get out. um, Because of something that happened when I was in high school, (laughs) Um, I was super super tiny in high school, and they did that uh, classic thing of putting me in a locker. And I know. It was like a group of my friends, though. So it was supposed to be a joke. And they put the lock on the locker and then shut it. I was like, You guys know the code to that lock, right? And they were like, Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I heard them yank on it a couple times and I started to freak out. (gasps) Shut up. Like that pounding on the locker. Gives me goosebumps just right now. Yeah. um, Our principal had to come in with lock like clamps and open it i they couldn't get it open that's why they had to clip it because i had bent the locker door like i pushed so hard to get myself out that i bent the door oh my (laughs) god
2: that's horrifying
0: i'm afraid of small spaces and then the third one which i hear i share with one of our other video dames here is i'm horribly afraid of mannequins oh don't (laughs) put me anywhere near a mannequin that has a face also, don't put me anywhere near those street performers that just stand there until you put money in front of them. No, thanks. Oh, oh.
2: <laughs> oh my God. Oh my God.
0: Uh, like, I'm sweating so just scary. thinking about it. <laughs> totally fair. Totally fair.
1: Yeah. I don't know what it is about mannequins. They're just creepy as hell, man. Like, terrifying. man nikin uh-huh.
3: Okay. As soon as you said it, Megan, I agree wholeheartedly. My phobia is claustrophobia, 100%. And I was not (laughs) shoved in a locker or anything like that. It didn't, like, (laughs) didn't spawn from anywhere. Um, But I can think of so many instances when I was, like, literally paralyzed by fear. Like, um, years ago, I attended, like, my first Pride. And it is, like, crazy busy. And we got stuck at, like, this intersection where a bunch of people were trying to go left. And the other bunch were trying to go right. And I literally got caught in the middle of this crowd of people that were not moving, and I couldn't breathe, and I was like, "Okay, like this is how I die." Seriously, that's <laughs> even the feeling. though, a hundred percent, I know they're gonna move at some point. Like we're not actually gonna die out here, but it's like, anytime I'm in a situation like that where I'm in crowded
1: spaces or tight spaces or things like that, I just have like panic attacks. So <laughs> I'm right there with you. <laughs> Well, yes, I will say um, to continue off of uh, what was Megan, what Megan was saying, um, mannequins, not a fan. I don't know, like if <laughs> you're it's not a because fan-a-kin? I'm not a fan of the mannequins. Um, okay, I don't know but who is a fan of <clears throat>
3: mannequins, really.
1: Well, I'm sure that there aren't anybody really out there that enjoy them, except for those people that they feature on uh, My Strange Addiction, maybe. <laughs> um, but otherwise, <laughs> they're just generally creepy. I don't know what's <laughs> creepier, the ones with the heads or the ones without the heads. Like, the ones with the heads. They're just so unsettling. And all I can think of when I think of why I'm afraid of mannequins, um, because it's totally irrational nothing's gonna happen it's not like you know the lights are gonna go off and they're gonna chase after you in the back of the storage room or anything like that (laughs) hey everybody knock on wood right now it's like (laughs) um but that is exactly what happens in uh, one of the episodes featured on tales of the crypt keeper which is a show that i watched when i was a kid and it was an episode where i think it was a kid that was trapped in a department store or something like that or maybe he like was trying to play a prank and he just stayed in the store after close, and then the mannequins come for him. And that was like, it was a cartoon, it was animated, and it scared the absolute shit out of me. So ever since then, I've just been irrationally afraid of them. But then as I started to grow up and see other things involving mannequins, like the Silent Hill like uh, movies and games, and there's mannequins in there that are like, there's one part of the movie, I think it's Silent Hill Revelation, and it's supposed to be based off the third game. And uh, she's, like, in the back of a room somewhere, like, just off the street. And there's, like, a creature that's made out of, like, mannequin parts. And they're not actually mannequin parts. Spoilers ahead. uh, If you haven't seen the movie, don't watch it. It's actually (laughs) terrible. No one's going to watch it here. (laughs) The mannequins aren't made of mannequin. They're made of real people. And the (gasps) parts are, like, parts of the people that they captured And they just like the arms are all like all congealed. It looks like a a 60 legged spider and it comes after you and it's got all these heads on it. And it's just really creepy. And, uh, you know, just instilling the fear a little bit more because you never know what could happen at the back of those storage rooms. Who knows where mannequins come from? Do we even know? Like, I've never seen a how it's (laughs) made episode
2: on mannequins. This is the question. Do you are you more scared of mannequins that are clothed or unclothed?
0: Unclothed, definitely,
1: what? definitely unclothed, for sure.
2: Are you scared of mannequins or are you more scared of those old dolls?
0: Ooh, those are also oh. very creepy. But for that me is, the I, those
2: are so scary. I'm really scared of those.
0: Yeah,
1: it's it's the mannequins for me because they're human sized <laughs> and yeah. they do have the ability, if at any point, to chase after you. So, uh, you know, those old dolls are too small <laughs> they have to kill the me. <laughs> chase after
2: you
3: (laughs) You they can they just don't want to you don't Don't know know. they blessed us with that today this is why those street performers
0: are so scary guys because they are still af until you put some money in there and then they wait and then they start moving and it's awful (laughs) you just throw the money and run (laughs) megan let's just pray
1: and hope that at any point in all of our futures none of them come to life because the malls have been empty for a very long time who knows what the heck they've been doing in there uh, with no sales associates being around to you know clothe them or unclothe them or fix them up like they've probably been having their own little tea party in there while none of us are at the mall so wow the mannequin heads are
2: just like walking down the street and they're like hey roots mannequin you you want to go you want to go get one of those carlo bakery cakes the the humans aren't
3: here right now no, you're going to oh stay God. here? Okay, good.
2: Cool. <laughs> you wanna,
3: Yeah. <clears throat> oh, my God. I do enjoy that nobody said spiders.
0: Like, So, I, like, I that's obvious. Sure.
2: I just don't like bugs in general.
0: But you're not, like, afraid of them.
2: I don't think that I'm afraid. Well, okay. They're just gross. I am afraid of them. In, like, <laughs> I think that they're really gross. I understand yeah. that they're functional and that, like, they kill other bugs. And I just dislike bugs in general. But I'm not, like, afraid of them. I just think they're disgusting, so okay. I don't think that's the same thing.
1: Yeah, they're like unsettling. I'm like afraid it's not like a to phobia. die, oh
2: and God. I'm afraid <laughs> of of um, open water. Like, yeah. so scared. So, and
1: that's completely rational, That's such a rational also, fear.
2: I had a very terrifying stint with a clown. Um, do you guys remember when people? It was like 2015 or 2016 or something. And those people were dressing up as clowns and chasing people around. Yep. That shit happened to me.
0: You were a part of those statistics? Um you were a part so of statistics.
2: I, <laughs> I was part of a statistic, yes. <laughs> so I I had a shift at Starbucks. I finished at like 1030. And um I believe it was my friend Rachel and I. We were closing. She was on one side of the parking lot behind the store, and I was on the other side, close to this like open field and i was walking to my car and i went to get in and i was like fumbling with my stuff because when you're done at starbucks usually like bring drinks and stuff home because it's free (laughs) i don't work there anymore so it's fine (laughs) um and this like clown just came out of the out of the bushes and was just like waving like
0: what the hell smiling
2: and waving (laughs) And, like, uh, now it's been, like, six years, so I don't really remember exactly what they looked like, but I know that they had an entire um, outfit, like, a jumper, and then they had the, like, fluff, the... Like, frilly? They had the the ruffly, like, neck, yeah. and then they had a, a wig on, a big red wig on, and a nose. But there was, like, black eyes and then a white oh my face. God. So they were just waving and then they were just like getting closer and closer. And I literally jumped in my car and I have never driven so fast in my whole life. It was so scary. That's so horrifying. obviously it was just some punk kid who was trying to get a laugh. But like, how fucking scary is that?
1: It's but did they have a machete though?
2: Well, I mean, they probably didn't want to get arrested. She so. didn't
1: wait long enough to find out, Leah. Yeah,
2: I didn't have a <laughs> death that's wish. what
1: They were doing it was like it was part I of know. the trend. You you dress up as a clown, you grab yourself a machete, real or fake, and then you go and scare the daylights out of somebody. That's no, thank not you. Good. No, thank you. No, thank you. Well, I'm very glad that that experience that you had was not violent, um, and that you got out of there very quickly. Um, Thank you. then otherwise we wouldn't be here today to talk about it. So. Of course. Of course, yeah. <laughs> very happy you're alive. Thank you. <clears throat> oh my god, I can't believe that, man. I can't believe that was like a couple of years ago. Like, was it actually 2016? Or was it like... It was like
2: something, 2015, 2016, something like feels like
1: that. it was last year. Like, remember when it mm-hmm. started and then it just stopped? And everyone's yeah. like... The clowns, they're gone. The clowns are gone.
0: Wasn't there also that crazy trend where people were getting like hammered and then trying to do backflips off of things? That was a trend. That's all the time. (laughs) (laughs) That's not a trend. You mean like like, planking and parkour? Oh, yeah. Oh, my God.
2: Planking.
0: Parkour. Parkour. Great office scene, by the way. (laughs) That's
3: (laughs) That's also one of the only few jokes I think from The Office is funny.
1: (laughs) Parkour. Parkour! (laughs) Oh, man. All right. Um, Let me see what I have here. Um, So one of the things that I decided to do before, um, you know, we all decided to do this episode was I decided to look up one of the first scary video games ever made. And apparently it's called Sweet Home, which is a survival horror role-playing video game um, made by Capcom for the computer. And it came out in 1989. Um, apparently it's based on a Japanese horror film with the same name, and it tells the story of a team of filmmakers exploring an old mansion in search of precious paintings that are hidden there. So, I did not know this before I decided to come up with this episode, but it's really interesting because, honestly, I thought the first horror video game was Eternal Darkness, and, uh, that's just a mindfuck of a game, so, oh, you're... you can't be swearing <laughs> in, can you?
0: Sure you can.
2: Oh yeah, you could. We swear all the time. Shit, fuck, damn, okay. titty, butch.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> oh my god.
1: Okay. Well, uh, thank you for that. Um, you're welcome. <laughs> yeah. So honestly, I wouldn't have guessed that. I'm sure that there's like a lot of horror games out there that are based off of either Japanese movies or remakes of Japanese games because the Japanese, they just know what's going on. They're down for it. They're ahead of the game. Uh, <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> Um, And honestly, like I said, I thought the one of the earliest scary video games out there, um, which sometimes gets talked about is Eternal Darkness. Um, It's not like as scary in a sense where it's like, you know, horror and gore and jump scares and all that sort of stuff. But like the producers, the creators of this game made it to mess with you. So it wouldn't really translate as well nowadays Mm -hmm. with today's technology. But like back in the day when it was released on the GameCube you would put it in, plug it in, start playing, um, and then things would start to go wrong with your television allegedly. So, like, you'd be playing the game and it would, like, the input would go out. The screen would go blue. And it would say, like, Channel 3 or something like that. And then you'd think, oh, your game is corrupt. It's not your television. There's nothing wrong with the game. They made this mechanic in the game to mess with you while you're playing through the game. I love that. I'm like, channel three would have ever thought of doing something like that. And I, to my knowledge, there aren't any other games out there like this because, like, Eternal Darkness, it was the first one. And it's like, if they try to do this again, people are going to instantly know, like, ah, they're pulling an Eternal Darkness. Yeah, 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 yeah. But, mm-hmm. like, at the time when it first came out, you know, we didn't have internet. We didn't have, you know, phones in our pockets to look up. Like, why is my game uh, glitching out <laughs> when I'm uh, in the middle of a level? Uh, no, yeah. like, you wouldn't know, right? So there were people um, that I met when I worked at EB Games that would say, yeah, I thought that there was something wrong with the game, so I threw it away. And I'm like, "That's
2: crazy. oh, my God, why?
1: So, what yeah, worst. it was really interesting. It's really interesting. and It's a really difficult game to get nowadays. Um, cannot confirm what it goes for on eBay, I'm sure. Our local video game store, Microplay, may have it um, for a hefty price because it's a classic. But um, uh, it
2: says it goes between eighty to a hundred dollars.
1: Well, there you go. EBay. So wow, pretty pretty penny for that um, terrible janky game. But um, it's scary <laughs> and it messes with your mind. So um, yeah, um, a few other of, scary ooh, titles that have been referenced. There's one, there's
2: one for three hundred and fifty dollars on eBay. Good
1: lord! Ooh, does it say why? Is it like a special edition or something like that?
2: Um, I think it's brand it's brand new and sealed.
0: Oh it's wow, Never been played. Yeah, so it's Fancy. never been opened. Collector's edition. But bet you that yeah. will just continue circulating for more and more money, and it will never get played and never be opened. Absolutely, of course. Basically, yeah, uh, it'll just keep
1: getting resold and resold until eventually the sun blows us up. That's it is what it is. <laughs> <clears throat> um, sorry, I don't mean to be so dark. Um, let me see. What else do I have?
2: Here? Existential crisis is coming. <laughs>
1: Yeah. <laughs> uh, what did I do today? I did my chores. I vacuumed the rug. I uh, didn't let the existential dread in the set in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, some of our followers let us know what the scariest games they've played are. Uh, so we have Outlast, uh, definitely one of the scariest games I've ever played. Um, in Silence, I have heard of it, but I've never played it. Um, Condemned Two. I did look at some gameplay footage. Looks very creepy, very unsettling. Uh, Alyssa, you said Until Dawn. Yes. Sure did. Scary. Um scary. gets me every time, those Wendigos. Um, we've got Bioshock. I have not played the first Bioshock. I've played Bioshock Infinite. Very fun, not very creepy, but looking at some of the images from Bioshock, definitely could see it being very scary. Um, and we have Luigi's Mansion. I have not played Luigi's Mansion. Has Ooh. anyone here played Luigi, Luigi's Mansion? I have. <laughs> Tell me a little bit about it, Joanne. What do you think That's would be scary, scary in Luigi's Mansion? Um,
3: <laughs> I mean, it's it's just like a slightly spookier version of any Mario game. Um, you're just basically Luigi, and he just, like, cowers around in fear with his little ghost-sucking machine. <laughs> he's adorable it's just it's more cute than anything um probably as like an adult um but basically it it does have like spooky tones to it so they have like kind of spooky music and a lot of the time it's really dark and ghosts kind of pop out of nowhere so if you're like startled very easily that would be potentially very scary for you but i think it's just very cute
0: (laughs) yeah i feel like that's one of my I've never played Luigi's Mansion, any of them, but I feel like that would probably fall under scary for me, just because any time I'm playing a Mario game, like Super Mario Galaxy or 3D World, any of the ghost (laughs) levels or the haunted levels, I like avoid them unless I have to play them.
3: (laughs) Wow, that's That's crazy. I have
0: such a wide range of
3: like what is scary too. Yeah, it goes it
2: goes (laughs) Megan at the bottom, and then Alyssa. And then Joanne, and then Leah.
0: But the way your hands are, it's Megan. At the bottom.
2: Oh, much larger.
0: And then Leah. (laughs) Leah's Leah's really high
2: up. (laughs) Leah's like, I I hate myself. So
1: I never would have thought that I would like scary games. Like I was such a chicken shit when I played Five Nights at Freddy's for the first time, and I was like, Oh my god, this game is so scary. And then when I played PT for the first time, I was literally shitting my pants. Like, I think at one point I got so scared that I farted and a little something extra came out. I'm not going to lie to you. Nice. Whether or not you want to put that in the recording is totally up to you. I give you full range to do whatever oh, you want, Alyssa. A 100%.
2: <laughs> I'm going to put it in.
1: Um. Obviously, we have some mixed feelings about what's scary and what is not scary but that's okay um because there are a lot of times in non-scary video games that there are scary elements and like I have a lot of E-rated classic Nintendo games that ordinarily certain parts you know sometimes 50% of the game should be rated a little bit higher than E because they have absolutely terrified me and scarred me to my core. Um, I want to hear from you guys. What is something from a non-scary video game uh, that scared you?
2: Um, so I have two. And um, like, like what you've been talking about, I don't really play a lot of scary games. I have one or two that we're going to talk about later. Um, but something from a not-scary game that... I experienced was first in Uncharted One. I don't know, have you guys played Uncharted One or any of the Uncharted games? So, so, yeah. Kind of, maybe not really. Nope, nope, nope. So, in the first Uncharted, there's this scene where you are, um, I think you're looking for like El Dorado, basically. Um, And you're like Nathan Drake and you're a treasure hunter. And you find yourself in this like dirty, dingy room. Um, I don't, it's been so long since I've played it, but I remember that you're trapped in this room and these like, kind of like Windigo creatures called the descendants all run into the room and they like, I shit you not, they look like people because they are people. They're like people who have turned into like. Um, kind of like zombies or like werewolves, kind of things. And they have these like really long mouths that are like from their nose to their chin.
3: <laughs> Megan's like no, and they you. basically <laughs> just
2: like chase you around like a werewolf, and that was unintentionally scary because I bought it because I was like, oh, cool, you're like a treasure hunter, and it's like kind of like puzzles and like shooting, and it's like fun, whatever. And then I screamed because <laughs> I played this game at night. Oh God! Um, so not fun. Um, and I guess like the second scary in a not typically scary game would be the pig farmers from red dead redemption (laughs) (laughs) Two. So I, I had a stint where I played red dead for like a month and a bit. I'm still working on it. It's on the Aberdeen pig farm. And essentially because red dead is such an open place, my favorite part of it is that everything is so like, real and living. So like you go to somebody's house, someone lives there and they have a farm and they have animals and you could, you could kill them for sport or you could just let them live their life. You know what I mean? So, um, I happened upon this place called the Aberdeen pig farm and there was this large man on the porch and he's like, Oh, Hey friend. Like we don't get visitors out here much. Like what's your name? And he's like, Arthur. (laughs) He's like, oh, Arthur, like you want to come on inside? You should come in. His name's Bray. So they go in, and he's like, um, my lady, like she makes a really great stew, and her name's Tammy. And they they tried to feed you the stew, and I made the mistake of drinking with them and eating the stew. Oh no! And um, they're, they like I was really unsure about it, and um, I was like, maybe they're just nice people, whatever. I eat the stew and you kind of go a little bit hazy and you, that goes to black. And a couple seconds later you wake up and Arthur is covered in like bodies oh. in a pit. Nope. And he's like, what the fuck? What's going on? They took all his money. So I had like thousand dollars. They took all of it.
3: Oh no. Cause in red dead,
2: you don't get a lot of money. You get like $2 at a time. <laughs> so I had to go all the way back to the pig farm. And I found out that their brother and sister and they killed their parents, and they were gross. They were, like, kissing and stuff like that. Uh, I had a um, feeling.
1: I had a feeling. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so so I went back, and um, they were like, damn me, the man's back, and they, like, tried to shoot me, and I had to, like, kill them, and I found behind a picture of their mom that they talked shit about and was like they hated their mom, was my money. So I got my stuff back, which was hey. great. But it was scary because they had, like, I'm assuming that they poisoned the food and it was also made of people. Like, it was like cannibal soup.
1: It's like Sweeney Todd mm. Maybe. Yeah. Except it was soup Sweeney instead of Tad. meat pies. I don't know what <laughs> it Oh, man. Worse. And that,
2: br- that episode of Criminal Minds just pops into my head, it haunts me for the rest of my life.
1: <laughs> man, that is gross. Creepy.
2: Nancy. the Aberdeen family base. Okay. I'm reading some trivia. The Aberdeen family may be based on a real life Bender family nicknamed the bloody benders who operated an inn for unsuspecting travelers. They murdered at least 11 people, looted their corpses and buried them in a mass grave while living in Kansas in the early 1870s. And this took place in the 1890s. Um, like counterparts in the game john bender jr and kate bender had an ambiguous and possibly incestuous relationship with kate reportedly being a free love advocate
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh megan don't throw up (laughs) she's like i'll be right back (laughs) wow yeah red dead is great for being historically accurate aren't they (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> we're gonna do an entire episode on red dead because i could talk about it for days so if you guys are interested in that send us an email hello video at gmail.com ask us a question about red dead because once i'm done we are gonna have a guest on the show and we're just gonna talk about it for hours
0: i'm gonna so much
2: to
1: one. talk about
0: <laughs> i heard there were cults i'm here for the cults <laughs> For myself, I'm going to have two games I'm going to talk about. One's going to be hilarious, and the other one's going to be pretty relevant. I feel like a lot of people feel this way. Um, in The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, the scariest part for me were the Lynels. And I need some backup on this because I know Legend of Zelda as a whole isn't always supposed to be scary, but there are scary aspects to it. So like games I haven't played, but I know exist where... Skyward Sword has the, like, floating bodies in that um, one realm. I don't know. Oh, I hate uh, it. <laughs> and um, the re-deads, I guess, in... Is that Ocarina of Time?
1: Yeah, that's a that's a big one for me. Nope. Yeah.
0: Um, but in Breath of the Wild, the, like, main bosses... Aren't really all that scary for me. Like, definitely at first glance, when you're not expecting this like massive thing to just appear in front of you, it's a little bit shocking, but it's not scary. Mm-hmm. But the feeling of like the Lionels when you're so far away from them and they still see you and they just stop mm-hmm. moving and like stare directly at you I'm yeah, like sweating thinking about it. It's <laughs> so scary. My hands immediately get sweaty. I'm like run (laughs) and I try to avoid them at all costs. Um, unless I absolutely have to for like a side quest or something. But also in Breath of the Wild, the guardians are really scary in the first little bit of the game because oh that my music God. changes. Yeah. It just, it gets you. It triggers something in you. Like you're just minding yeah, your own business. It's so
2: challenging. And
1: suddenly you hear, and it's like, where is it? Where is it? Ah, what
0: direction do I have to run away from it? I don't want to die like this. It's true. It's so scary. Um, but my kind of hilarious game that has a scary aspect to it is Animal Crossing. Shut up. I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> and that oh, was no. mine. <laughs> Shut Please Okay up. I won't say it. I'll leave that one to you then Joanne. I'll leave that to you.
3: Okay oh. if it's what you think I'm gonna say <laughs> what I thought you were gonna say is it zipper?
0: No but I agree. Oh. I
3: agree. So mine was <laughs> i can't think of anything that's like crazy scary in a non-scary game it's either just adorable or it's scary but it (gasps) was was zipper he's just like peeking out you from behind the trees and he's just like always suspicious and staring at you and he's so unsettling (laughs) he's unblinking there's there's just like all these things about how like he (laughs) just like is like so happy and bubbly and as soon as you walk away he's like
2: we i'll show leah i'll get a picture
0: scary oh my god please do terrifying you'll get when you see me bouncing like this you'll get it you'll get it it's so well, now freaky I, need I agree with it enjoy. to have, uh, <laughs> have this fix for me oh, a little higher
1: Alyssa I can't see keep going a little more that's definitely unsettling definitely unsettling for sure <laughs> he's like give me your eggs it's coming closer He like- looks like Bonnie from uh, Five Nights at Freddy's <laughs> thank hey, you he, like, when he bounces around did. the island his
0: arms move like this Oh my gosh. Okay, wait, <laughs> Megan, what was yours then? Okay, so my Animal Crossing one is not necessarily New Horizons because they actually kind of smoothed him out a little bit. <laughs> sure. But in the old games, Red, the fox, okay. was terrifying. And his like area where he sold his things was always really freaky. So like the boat they have him in in New Horizons is dark, but it's not like super terrifying but in in city folk which is the Wii version of animal crossing you have to go to the city to see him and the only way to see him is like going behind these boxes that look like they actually block off the area that you can't walk there but you can and it's like this weird creepy alley off to the side and you have to like knock on this steel door to get in i'm not about it
2: Shady (laughs) shit man megan
0: right oh my god What (laughs) I enjoy that we were in in the the same uh, train of thought there with Animal Crossing. Yes, they do creepy shit with stuff that should be cute. (laughs) It's the it's
1: really interesting to hear like the kinds of things that people are afraid of or the things that scare you in a a generally non scary cute environment. Like I never would
0: have thought of something like that. Yeah, I think Mm -hmm. it's like the reflection of at least the city folk version of red. The reflection of him being down, like, this sketchy alley behind boxes and, like, dumpsters and stuff is just sort of, like, a real-life reflection of what a <laughs> seedy character would be, so. Yeah. Interesting. They made him nice. Now he's just, like, a friendly yeah. island visitor who's, like, I'm- But they still tell you to be aware of him, That's which true. is so funny. Suspicious. <laughs> don't be Don't suspicious. Don't
1: be Don't be
0: Can you tell we're all friends? The fact that we all broke out into the same chaos.
2: Our TikTok is at VideoDames. If you'd like to follow us there, we do post things there.
1: No content. We will. We will. So we have a couple of responses to the question that I asked on instagram earlier today so um i did yours too already so a couple of people two people actually said that uh from halo the flood now i've never played halo before um Don't come for me, please, listeners. Um, I've never played Halo before, but two people both said The Flood, which I guess is like a level or it's like a portion of the game where there's these like creatures that come for you. And it's like not an inherently scary game. Um, But I looked up some of the images, (laughs) and even though they're janky as hell, it does look pretty scary, which I mean, Ocarina Mm -hmm. of Time is also janky as hell. Um, And another person um, responded similarly, similarly the way that I did Um, one of the scariest things for me in a typically not scary game, I definitely still think it should be rated T though, even though it's supposed to be fun and for children from Ocarina of Time, me and another follower both said the dead hand from Ocarina of Time. And now if you don't know what that is, type it into your Google search. um, Don't do it. Don't do it, Megan. Don't do it. (laughs) And it's one of the other fears that I have that's super irrational and is very creepy um, are elongated jaws. I don't know what Uh it is about them that have like just kind of came out of nowhere and scared me. Like some people are afraid of like really long gangly fingers or like really tall skinny figures. But I'm afraid of like elongated jaws. Like I don't know if you've ever seen um, Legion. It's with Paul Bettany, and it has Doug Jones in it, and he's the ice cream man, and he like <gasps> yes, his body gets I've, all distorted, and he's like
3: the ice cream man just sounds so nice.
1: Though. <laughs> I know it does. That's how it tricks That's you because it scary. it's scary as hell, and his like mouth comes down really long, and that was like one of the one of the moments in like scary movie history that like scared me the most, even though it's like not really a good movie, um, but elongated jaws really scare me, and in it's Ocarina like- of Time these, these dead hands they're called. And there's, it's only like, it only comes up once in the game, if I can recall correctly. And it's in the shadow temple when you're an adult, it's in the Kakariko cemetery. um, And you go in and you have to have like the hover boots and stuff to like do certain parts of the game. And then you get into this room and I'm pretty sure you get the hover boots from this room. And there's a bunch of like long arms sticking out of the ground. And I'm like, oh, this is interesting. I wonder what I have to do here. So you're like, I do a spin attack. And then this giant creature that's got these little like air, like these little T-Rex arms comes out of the ground and it's got a giant head with these like terrible eyes. And when it attacks you, it doesn't just like, it doesn't just like hit you or like swipe at you. It like tries to bite you with its (laughs) giant jaw and it's horrifying i think it might actually also be in the well which is another scary element of that game and i avoid it for as long as possible i do all the side quests and everything i possibly can as to not go into the well because it's just scary as hell um but yeah that's that's definitely one for me um (laughs) but the the first thing that ever scared me also coincidentally was from this game was when i i got it when i was 10 put it in my N64, it was my birthday present, and it was a a used copy of Ocarina of Time, so there was like a game file on it already. And so I pop it in, and you know, I'm adult Link, I'm I'm in the forest temple, and I'm just walking along, and I go into this room, and I hear this like noise, and it's like, (sighs) and suddenly I see this big shadow underneath me on the ground and i'm like oh like what is that this is really weird and i'm like running around and i'm just it's just following me and suddenly whatever it was it never saw what it was picks you up and like makes that like really distressed sound like uh! Uh! and then the screen goes black and then it brings you back to the beginning of the game and i'm like what is this for our and-
2: listeners megan has her hands at her eyes on the side <laughs> of her face Her eyes are as wide as possible, and she looks like she's (laughs) squishing her brain from the outside.
1: And I mean, like, you don't see anything, so that's what makes it even scarier. I'm like, what the heck is this thing that's, like, it's it's killed me, essentially, because, like, when you, like, wake up at the beginning of the temple, you've lost a heart. So it obviously takes life away from you. Like, similarly, if you, like, fall down a hole, it's like, oh, you died, but, like, you know, (laughs) let's
3: just was inspired to continue to play this game after that experience is a question mark
1: (laughs) oh I will tell you that when I was 10 (laughs) I didn't touch it again until I was like 14 because somebody lent me Majora's Mask and everyone's like oh Majora's Mask is like objectively the most creepy Zelda game and it is but that moment was really scary and same thing with the well I just I avoided them at all costs and it wasn't until like I was actually an adult when I played Ocarina of Time again for the first time and I was like I'm gonna face it I'm just gonna I'm just gonna face it and I still didn't have internet I had the (laughs) crappy old dial-up I'm like I'm not gonna look it up on the internet I'm just gonna play it and when you keep running because I just stood still you keep running you find out that a hand drops down I think it's called like a wall master or a floor master it's got a weird name and it's just a hand severed at the ankle and that's what they do they just grab you and they take you back to the beginning of the temple so you have to start all over and you just it's it's not scary, but like when you're ten years old and you've barely played a single video game in your life, like this is horrifying. I'm never I'm never turning this on again. That's all I gotta say about that. <laughs> that is completely fair. Thank you for coming to my Ted Talk. <laughs> Thank yeah, you for coming really to my amazing. Ted Talk. Has anyone played any of the Silent Hill games? Nope. Big Nope. Absolutely not. I have played Silent Hill four. Okay, tell me about it.
3: <laughs> <clears throat> um You know what? Silent Hill 4 was probably one of the first actual, like, scary games that I ever played. Um, Cliff Note version is, like, you're this guy, and you're in your, like, tiny one-bedroom apartment, and you find this, like, creepy, weird hole in the wall, and it's, like, getting bigger, and you're, like, kind of wondering what the heck's going on, and I apologize to anyone who loves this game, because I'm not describing it properly, (laughs) but uh, basically he goes to bed, and every night he goes to bed, he, like, has dreams about... Like random people like the first woman that he finds is like convinced that like he's in her dream and then he wakes up the next morning and then she's dead like in real life and then this yeah the story kind of progresses where like every time he goes to bed he like is dreaming and he's trying to escape and he can never leave this room like he's like locked in and like the coolest thing was that like technically the whole thing or the majority of the game that I played anyway takes place in the room. So people will like walk by and visit your apartment and try to talk to you and you only can like see them through the peephole and people like stick papers under the door and stuff and you can't go anywhere and it just the hole's just getting bigger and scarier and then Oh it's, And then it starts being there oh when you're God. awake and stuff like that. And it's like really, really scary. And now that I think about it, actually, I just described Coraline very closely, except without people dying. So, <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> that is one of my favorite movies. So I, I see the connection now. Thank you, Fred. <laughs> That's so there funny. Um, it but all I actually, just I, makes sense. I loved it. I thought that it was so interesting and such a creative game. Um, again, especially growing up, playing a lot of like more like kiddish games or Nintendo-based games, like Mario and Zelda and things like that. So I, I loved it so much and i thought it was so interesting um kind of going through this podcast again has made me want to play it so if i track down a copy i'll tell you how it ends <laughs>
0: Ooh.
3: what did you play it on when you played
1: silent hill 4 like what console did you have if i know probably ps2 or whatever it came oh, okay i only remember playing silent hill 1 um and what I'm reading here about, like, the synopsis of Silent Hill 2 and what you just described from Silent Hill 4 are very different from Silent Hill 1. Like, it's not even remotely close to the same story. All I think of when I think of Silent Hill is Pyramid Head. And that's that's really it. Um, Pyramid Head basically is, like, their god. So in the beginning of the movie, um, it is a movie. They made it into a terrible movie. Um, it's got some really good actors in it, though. So, I mean, I wouldn't knock it until you tried it, but... Um, basically at the beginning, this girl that you've adopted from a place called Silent Hill, um, she starts having like terrible nightmares and she's sleepwalking, etc. And they're trying to like figure out the source of her issues. So they go back to where she was born and they go to this place called Silent Hill and it's like an abandoned town. And at certain points in the movie, which are like almost scene for scene in the game because I I played the game as well um, for PS1, I think, uh, really, really janky controls. Like you've got the controller and it doesn't have the joysticks. So you have to like use the arrow keys to like move the guy and he's like walking like really weirdly in direction. Like you can't walk on an angle like in a classic Pokemon game. You just have to like walk forward or left or right or back. It's like super awful. Um, which makes it scarier when you try to run away because you just can't, basically. <laughs> um, but yeah, so you go back to the town, and it at times shifts from like one reality to another, where it's like this hellish land where there's just ash falling everywhere, and there's like these beings and these entities, and the only way to get away from them is to like run to the church. So Pyramid Head is like their god, but he's like more of like Satan. Really, and he literally is just time. that. He's he's a man with like a loincloth on, and he's got a giant sword that looks like Cloud Sword from Final Fantasy, and he's got a head shape of a pyramid. That's I don't know Satan. what <laughs> Kojima silly. was thinking when uh, I don't. I think Kojima made when Silent he
2: made Hill. any game ever.
1: <laughs> you know what? Honestly, I think that Silent Hill four. I even
3: just I went to look it up now. Silent Hill 4 takes place just outside of Silent Hill. So mm-hmm. I don't know if it like goes along with the rest of the story. Um, it's also the one of the only games that has like a um, like a description on the end like it's it's Silent Hill 4 Colin the Room. So mm. I'm not sure if it's like a spin-off game or if it's like just along the same lines or some of the same creatures or to be spooky in general or it's like a neighboring town but that's uh, uh, that's I, I I know that like I didn't personally see like Pyramid Head and things like that in Silent Hill 4 so I'm not totally sure.
2: Kojima also made PT.
1: Yes he did which we will get to. <laughs> um, the If you ever want to scare yourself to a point where you may have a heart attack definitely play this game. <laughs> um, like, no, Megan left.
2: <laughs> She's not just left
1: the chat. I've Megan left out. the chat. <laughs> um, surprise, surprise! You actually can't play it anymore because it was removed from the um, like downloadable content, like teaser, demo, shop thing from PlayStation because um, Konami and Kojima had unreconcilable differences, and they were like, "Bye." So we got Death Stranding instead, basically.
0: Um, A question: What does PT yes. stand for? PT stands
1: for Playable Teaser or Playable Trailer. So basically, mm-hmm. as opposed to them releasing a trailer for the new Silent Hill game, um, they released this playable demo that you play through and it's very confusing and it's very complicated. Um, and it's it's horrifying. It's just, it's just awful.
2: Obviously, there's a market for people who are like, I just want to be scared out of my ass. <laughs> and I just... I just want to feel fear because that gives you adrenaline, right? And mm-hmm. and it makes you feel like you maybe like experienced it, but you like you survived. You, you your fight or flight was tested. <laughs> yeah. But I just am not about that. You maybe know, that's and, like okay, I just though. want to enjoy my games. And some of the games that I've played have been scary because they I have either been forced to play them, <laughs> or or I like like the franchise and the story so i've played them but it's the same thing with like scary movies i don't like stuff that's just scary because it's scary Mm -hmm. i like stuff that has a story that has elements that can be scary so like i have never played amnesia or outlast or alien or whatever but like joe made me watch saw because saw is one of her favorite uh, franchises (laughs) And it's like gross and gory and unnecessarily disgusting, but the story of saw is really, really good. And I, I, it's like eight movies or nine movies or something like that. (laughs) It's a lot of movies, it's a lot of movies, but like they all flow together and that makes sense for what they are. And like, I'm not going to spoil the saw movies. They're all on, um, where do we watch them? Amazon prime and also Netflix. (laughs) Um, and I was just really enamored by the way that they used this gruesome story and and told like what's his name? What's this the sawman's name? Jigsaw. Jigsaw. What's his real name? Cary his real name? Was. John Kramer. John Kramer, yeah. No, that's not <laughs> Carrie no, <Cary> Always <laughs> is in the first movie. No. Um just the way that his story like took twists and turns and I was never expecting anything. It was really incredible. Um, I've gotten into watching things like supernatural, yeah. which is scary at first. And the first thing is really scary. And then as it goes on, it like doesn't take itself too seriously. So it becomes less scary. So I think I, I like things that use fear as a narrative rather than just being scary. Um, mm-hmm. but maybe it's, yeah, now we can talk about some of the games that we're playing now, cause I know that Leah has been playing little nightmares. She really <laughs> wants us to play it um Megan have you played any scary games or games that has scared you
0: I mean I'm gonna tell you right now Leah there's absolutely no way I'm playing Little Nightmares because that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> I watched I watched that trailer and I was like yeah that's not for me <laughs> the uh the background effects of what happens while you're going through that platformer is just like
1: nope
0: <laughs> yeah a lot um of that going on Yeah, but a a game that it actually reminded me of, which is a game that I played not super recently, but it's probably the most recent scary, quote unquote, scary game for myself. Uh, It's called Unravel 2. (laughs) And Unravel 2 came out in 2018 for Windows, PlayStation 4 and Xbox One, and then was re-released for the Switch in March 2019. Wee-woo-wee. woo <laughs> um, It was re-released for the Switch in 2019. And back when this whole quarantine thing started, my boyfriend and I were actually trying to find two-player games because there aren't a lot out there that are, like, really fun and in-depth two-player games. Mm-hmm. A lot of them are, like, single-player games games that you can really immerse yourself in. So we tried to find some and Unravel 2 popped up and I was like, oh, those guys are cute. I've seen them before. That should be a fun game. And as we were going through it, the characters are really fun. The like lands are interesting. Sure. But whatever story is going on behind these little woven characters is so messed up and I don't know what it is. But it's, like, these children running away from some, like, big scary man. (gasps) But it's all, like, faded in the background. So you don't have, like, distinct people running around. And then there's certain levels where there's this, like, black fog that chases you. And if you don't go fast enough across the, um, like, side-scrolling platformer, you, like, die and have to start over. So... It scared me. <laughs> Monroe and I would play it for a little bit and then be like, okay, I think that's enough for today. Let's let's play some I'm gonna play Animal Crossing now.
3: <laughs> oh. See, this is like it's really genuinely interesting. And and friends listening, Megan and I were chatting earlier that she included Little Big Planet on her list of scary games. <laughs> and to me, neither of these games are scary at Have all. Have you played Unravel 2? I've seen portions of it. Also, fun fact, I just for just curiosity, I looked up like parent reviews because there's like, oh, my God, that's people, funny. people who are like, oh, is this OK for my kid to play? And a lot of parents are like, oh, yeah, like my six year old is like, you know, maybe it's a little bit scary, but like my eight year old's good. So I would say it's like eight and above.
0: <laughs> I disagree. I like the shade
3: from like, the Internet right now. Wow,
0: so shot's fired. I. I get that for <laughs> Little Big Planet because it is like a little, little yarn boy and whatever. I think I just have weird memories of certain levels, maybe from Little Big Planet. Are you just afraid of yarn? Is that what? Of it is?
3: yarn, yeah. <laughs> <'Cause>
1: <laughs>
2: that's what I'm saying. What's Zach that boy called?
1: And then you've got Unraveled, another little yarn creature. Fear of Are you afraid of?
2: Are you weirdly... What I have, li- what are Do you have Linonophobia? Lynn no phobia. no phobia. No <laughs> no phobia. It's it's fear of strings, including yarn, thread, and sometimes even rope. That's I mean, I definitely has.
0: don't have a fear of those in real life. <laughs> um, I don't know what it is actually. It's because my thing is, it's it's not the characters of Unravel Two. It's whatever the heck is happening behind them while you play it That's sounds like
1: me. something really unsettling is happening while you're living this like cute cushy little life as a, <laughs> a raveled up character and Seriously? you're just supposed to like ignore what's happening in the background because it's just like you're just like an inanimate object just existing just walking through life Yeah. But there's the kids scenes... being chased by giant men what the hell <laughs> the scenes aren't
0: necessarily <laughs> these like bright scenes though like it's a dark game mm. in my opinion I feel like you guys haven't played it <laughs> I, I saw a trailer for like, it. like, you
3: don't understand. I
1: saw
0: a trailer for
1: it. I was going to okay. download it, and then it never ended up happening, and I got Little Nightmares and stuff. Did fair you buy though. it
3: physically, Megan, or digitally? Digitally. Okay. Yeah. Because
0: yeah. as That's soon nice. as um, March 15th hit, March 15th, 2020, I no longer bought a physical copy of a game. <laughs> oh, no. That's oh, totally that, fair. I heard that. Yeah.
2: Oh, man. Um, the scary games that I have played, um, I've really only, like, played and completed two of them. So... Um, I love obviously like a billion other people, uh, the last of us. And I played it on, on the PS three when it first came out. Um, my parents were like, why'd you get this game? Like, does it th- like, do you know what it is? And I was like, well, I heard it was kind of like a, like a playing through a movie because a lo- there weren't a lot of games at that time that were like narrative stories. Mm-hmm. So, um, my stupid ass bought it. I was like 20 years old and I was much more of a baby than I am now. Um, I would play it after my parents would go to sleep because it, my Ooh. PlayStation was in, like, the living room. So I was like, yeah, they're done watching TV, so I'm going to play The Last of Us. And that was a mistake because <laughs> at a certain time, the lights would turn off because they're on a timer. and Oh, no. Um, the cl- the clickers and stuff would, like, show up and... The first time that happened, I I swear to God, I shit myself and then I had nightmares <laughs> the, night, the same night. But I think that like like we talked about a little bit earlier, games that I enjoy are narrative games that use um, fear as a tactic to like push the the story forward. So The Last of Us isn't about the clickers and about the stalkers and whatever the hell else they're called. It's about Joel and Ellie and about their story and, and their relationship and and what's going on with them in, in their society.
3: Honestly, Alyssa, that makes me so happy. And hey. I I forget that you played this game before you knew me. <laughs> yeah. Um. But hearing you talk about it is the way that I describe, like, The Walking Dead. Whenever anyone is like, oh, that's one of your favorite shows. You must love, like, gore and zombies and whatever. And I'm like, honestly, my favorite yes. parts about it are not... It's not about the zombies. It's not about, like, oh, I took his head off with the machete. Like, it's not, that's not the point of the story, right? The point of the story is when you live in a world where there is no more, like, Instagram and, well, what am I going to wear today? Like, those things are not a priority anymore. It's literally just survival. What are the things that are important to you? Like, how does your family play into, like,
0: or Mm -hmm. sorry,
3: how does your, um, like your relationships or your family play an important Mm -hmm. life now that that's all that matters. So it's that sort of dynamic and those relationships and those characters, seeing what, what it takes for someone to survive in those scenarios. That's what's interesting about the show. And as you start to get, you know, further and further along, and it's true of the last of us as well. Like they try to up the ante with like, the bloaters and the other big fat one i don't remember his name but (laughs) (laughs) they (laughs) i don't know his name the really sounds about right (laughs) yeah (laughs) um she's gonna tell me what was his name (laughs) um, <laughs> it's okay, but as the they the bloater
2: like, is the sc- is the scary one, yeah. From so the second one,
3: as they start to up the ante with like the stalkers and the bloaters and the like different versions of the clickers, how they've evolved over time, they're still not the priority. If you ask anyone what they loved about The Last of Us, it's not like oh my god, they had like really scary zombies. It's like oh, I love Ellie. I love her story. I love the struggle she went through. I love the heartache she went through. I love like feeling those emotions with her. And it's not about the zombies, you know? The Rat King. His name's the Rat the King. motherfucking Rat King. <laughs> like from so the, the Nutcracker? Rat king, so to give, you, to give you perspective, if you
2: guys have never played The Last of Us, The Last of Us is a story um, about like um, this. I mean, it came out. The Last of Us Part Two came out during a quarantine. But the story is about how um, some kind of infection went global. And um, it's kind of like that fungus that infects bugs so it like infects them so badly that stuff starts growing out of them and they like they die so <laughs> oh, like, no, people become yeah. infected they, they're they called the infected they um become these like zombie like things with spores and and like fungus growing out of their heads and stuff and there's different stages of them but in the second movie or the second game there's <laughs> a um clicker or a infected called the rat king. And it's like the highest stage of what these can develop into. And it's just multiple infected that have like drawn to each other and have become this like one entity. So it has like giant, it's imagine an obese person who has welts all over them, arms coming out everywhere, mouths with teeth everywhere and like tons of feet and it chases oh i hate feet you. and it
0: chases you <laughs> leah the, the thing horrifying. you got out of that was oh, i hate feet <laughs> so what?
3: That, she just like, said i
2: you hate went through feet. all that
0: gross stuff that was compiled together to make the rat king and the last <laughs> thing leah goes i hate feet
2: <laughs> is like so that's gross. the grossest part <laughs> it's really gross um so, yeah, we love The Last of Us here at Video Games.
0: Except for uh, me. At least
2: <laughs> 75% of us. Um, the second game that I played that was scary um, was Until Dawn. And I did play it with Joe and our friend of the show, uh, Pens and Tea, also known as Carrie. Um, if you like Pens and Tea, uh, you should go check her out. She has a YouTube channel. And the, the caveat to me playing Until Dawn is... I decided it would be a great idea on my birthday weekend. We went up to our friend Carrie's cottage. Um, I was like, I'm going to bring my PlayStation. And Joe was like, you should buy this game. It's called Until Dawn. And I said, (laughs) okay, I'll do it for you. We can play it together. I made the mistake of bringing it to this cottage. Um, No one's there. Pitch dark. Um, No internet, nothing. So I plugged it into this television that they had. And I was like, I'm just gonna play GTA because like it's my birthday and I'm gonna do whatever I want. <laughs> and, and Joanne's like, Oh, we should play until dawn. It would be so much fun. And I'm like, Okay, I guess we could do that. To preface the
1: story. Did Joanne yeah. play it first before you played it, or had you just played it? Together no, so we played it together for the first like time.
2: ten minutes, like when we were at our house. Okay. And then I didn't know what was going on, so we got there and we started playing at the cottage and the story is that these friends go to this cabin in the woods and you have to like pass around the controller and play as the different characters. And there's basically a Wendigo, which is like a person who eats other people. Um, There's a Wendigo on the loose. So it's like a multiple ending story where you could potentially survive. All of them could live or all of them could die. Um, there's lots of different scenarios, um, but we did play the game in a <laughs> cottage away from Civilization at night, and I did cry a lot. <laughs> so <laughs> but that's the worst what a thing.
3: perfect scenario to play that game. Man. No, you know what? It the was, exact now opposite. Now that I look back
2: at it, it, it was really scary when I played it, but now that I look back at it, I'm like, yeah, I, I liked the story of what happened because it's a great story. I'm not going to spoil it.
1: Oh, it's so good.
2: But the execution is horrifying. <laughs> so like, you know that a horror game did did its job when it leaves you with like a fucking hole in your stomach.
1: <laughs> it, was, it was very scary. Like the Wendigos, Wendigos like in traditional native like culture aren't really supposed to look like that. Like from all the images I've seen. And they made them really scary. Like, really scary. I Like, just that one jump scare point. I'm sure you guys know what I'm talking about when you see it for the first time. It, it just, like, <sighs> shook me to my core. Like, my soul left my body. At that part. <laughs> that <laughs> yeah, part? Yeah, that one. You know the one I'm talking about. Alyssa <laughs> oh. is making a gesture with binoculars in case any of you guys want to play it for the first time. Beware the binoculars. That's all I have to say. <laughs>
0: oh man it's funny when you talk about like being coerced into playing a scary game um, the only experience I've ever had with being I'm gonna say forced because it was forced upon me um, (laughs) was not necessarily meant to be a scary game but have you guys ever played Call of Duty Black Ops yeah
2: Um, I played all of the Call of Duties here and there but I don't (laughs) specifically remember Black Ops (laughs) I was a
3: high school kid in the
2: the late 2000s. <laughs> I, too, so. was a high
3: school kid in the late 2000s. No excuses here.
2: <laughs> okay, Same. but my dad had an Xbox, and I all the boys that I liked played Xbox. Oh, so I, I didn't have
1: a though. dad. Uh, that's I'm a lesbian away, now, so
2: that will, <laughs> that will tell you how that went. I think
1: we all had a phase where we were all trying to impress our uh, male classmates by going over to their houses and playing Call of Duty with them. Um, just to make it seem like we cared, and then um, here we are, twelve years later, and uh, I don't even know any of their names anymore.
3: Nope. Yeah. Well, I was always mm-hmm. actively like, I hate Call of Duty. I hate Halo. I hate first-person shooters. I'm so sorry. I, love those I could games. never get into them. I just I'm was with like, you. you just poke around and you shoot people. Like it's not that exciting. See and for <laughs> And me- then every dude. Well, every dude that I knew would would actively yell at me, like, you're wrong, it's great, it's amazing, and I'm like, okay,
0: <laughs> it's fine, mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> you're okay.
0: <laughs> I know, my my experience was um, specifically that, like, Nazi zombies level in Black Ops, and my ex, now, obviously, boyfriend at the time, um... He was like, Megan, you're really going to enjoy this. It's super, super fun. We'll just play the normal Black Ops, and then we'll do Nazi zombies. And I was like, I don't think I'm going to enjoy that. And he goes, no, no, no. (laughs) It's really fun. So we played the normal one, and I suck at first-person shooter games. I can Mm. never figure out the controls. My person ends up shooting to the sky, and then I die. So... So then he goes, here, I'll give you the controller, you play Nazi zombies, throws me into the game, and I'm just walking around, figuring out how to even move, and all of a sudden, these zombies are, like, forcing their way through walls, and I'm screaming, and, like, want to throw the controller, it was horrible, and, yeah, moral of the story and is then she my broke up with him the now. next
3: day she, <laughs> <laughs> she said no thank you bradley i don't like call of duty zombies Ugh, no nazi
0: zombies nazi zombies oh, yeah whatever
2: and then <laughs> even worse gross
0: <laughs> <laughs> there was this other game that i played that was vr um help me with the name of this <gasps> one they're like red mannequin bodies oh, it's super, oh, super hot. hot super hot
3: Super Screw hot. that
0: game. Super, <laughs> hot. super hot is horrifying,
3: it's and so especially scary. that you mentioned that you hate mannequins. If there's not a most horrible game for Megan to play in it the whole all world,
2: makes <laughs> sense.
0: It's super hot. <laughs> I Joanne can attest to this because she was in the room when this happened horrible I was playing this game on VR and there's one level where you're behind all these boxes but there's also those red mannequin bodies up in like a helicopter so Mm -hmm. every time you move they move right that's the whole point of the game so you have to just like shoot them quickly in order to continue on. And I couldn't get a handle of where to shoot. And then I looked up and saw that there were more up there. And I physically, as a human being, started like collapsing to the ground and was like, I can't do it. Let me out. Let me out. I can't do it. Let me free. (laughs) Because VR, I tell you guys, if you've never played VR before, play something nice and light the first time you're in it, because it is uh, so overwhelming.
3: Oh man. Yeah, they so they they do move when you move. So if you like turn your head to look at them, they like slowly turn around and look back at you in slow motion <laughs> no, and you're thank like,
1: "You? Oh, like no, mannequins. I'm good." <laughs> it's awful. <laughs> oh, God. Um, and they don't have faces
3: either, but they're they're still just as horrifying. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I don't know what's worse. Mannequins with their faces or mannequins without faces? Both both is good.
0: Yes. <laughs> <The mannequin laughs> both is head bad. Girl.
1: Um, Joanne, what is uh, the most recent scary video game you've played?
3: Oh, my gosh. I mean, I live with Alyssa, so Until Dawn and Last of Us are going to be. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you ahead. can have your own private time. You
3: understand um, that, right? No. You think that I'm going to have private time where I play scary games by myself? What am I, a serial killer? <laughs> <laughs> you want to play scary <laughs> games by yourself?
1: <laughs> Oh, my God. Did you not play Man of Medan with us when we streamed? Or We, we, did. we did. We only we, played, like, half an hour of it. We oh
3: didn't God. get to the the scary part. We just kind of got to, like, they're on a boat, and, like, something's going to happen, but we didn't get that far, oh, so. Okay.
1: Well, then I guess <laughs> I that's going to have to be one of my games, then. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have anything, Honestly, anything else?
3: Uh, nothing I'm playing currently. I'm very excited for... Oddworld. world i don't know if we're gonna consider that like a scary game or yes, not I think Absolutely. it's yes. kind of creepy unsettling. it looks so sure. creepy. i think in in the crowd that we've we've uh, established <laughs> here i'm gonna go with odd world is scary sure. <laughs> um i don't know they they like make meat pies out of creatures and they sew their mouths shut like i'm gonna okay. say that's scary for you guys so it
1: looks adorable um, uh but yeah. the concept is very unsettling
3: I feel like games that are creepy but adorable are like right up my alley. That's <laughs> oh, That's me and, in, the, in a sentence. When, when can we borrow you Little play Nightmares? Little
1: Nightmares, because you know what we're gonna get. I to that. do want
3: to play Little Nightmares really badly. Um, Leah is gonna lend me Little Nightmares so that I can play it when Alyssa's not home. <laughs> when I have my secret alone time <laughs> to be a serial killer. It's not a secret, honey. You
2: can have alone time whenever
3: you want.
1: Wow. <laughs> Uh, I will oh, say, um, as you, I'm sure, have figured out by, by now, I have played Little Nightmares. It's my most recently pl- uh, played scary video game. Um, and for those of you out there that are like, I've played it and it's not scary. You are incorrect. It is scary. I will say that I've played a handful <laughs> of very scary games and it is scary. And Little Nightmares 2 specifically contains mannequins in a hospital. <sighs> and they're not like... Okay, when I say they're mannequins they're not really mannequins, but they emulate a mannequin's, like, like physiological <laughs> components, but what they actually are are prosthetic limbs attached to each other to build a mannequin, and they're really creepy, and Joanne, I really want you to play Little Nightmares 2 as well as Little Nightmares, um, and I don't want to, like, spoil anything for you, um, but it's I, I can't I can't tell you without spoiling it so I'm not gonna tell you at all like what, okay. what's happening
3: scale scale of one to ten how scary is it
1: just the elements where the um, mannequin prosthetic people are um, is like 10 like it's you can't really you can't do anything to avoid it if they're just there. And it's, it's scary. And it oh reminds me almost of Outlast in a sense where you think that they stay still. And this isn't really a spoiler because it's in the trailer. You think that they stay still, but they don't. Like, you think that they're just non-moving. They're just, like, in the background. Um, but they don't. And uh, I'm not going to say exactly what happens, but you do have to evade them. So, um, that game so, is great. Though. There's just gonna be,
3: a, there's just gonna be a lot of screaming from the apartment, probably. and then my landlord's gonna be like, "Are you
1: girls dead?" I <laughs> did scream. I mean, the first Michelle time.
3: didn't say anything to us. I screamed at the top of my lungs.
1: <laughs> you did at, yeah. the, at beginning, the beginning. And no- they said nothing to oh, us. Oh, that's true. That's so. true. You'll probably hear about it. Sometime. You're right. You're right. Um, Maybe I don't know what it I is about okay? this game. Like <laughs> similarly to like what you're saying about like cute on the outside, but like really dark and scary on the inside like when i played the first little nightmares it felt a lot like inside so there's this game that came out for playstation Mm. um called inside i can't remember the Mm -hmm. developer of the game but like it was a side scroller it had like very vast and beautiful um backgrounds and surroundings and you Mm -hmm. basically just have to evade and you're like running away from these people and there's, like, this entity where it's kind of, like, you, you have to, like, stay out of its light or whatever, and it's, like, staring at you. And Little Nightmares 1 is very, very similar to that. I don't know what it is. Like, there was never really, like, any backstory behind it. But at one point in the game, there's, like, an eye. And if you get into the light of the eye, you turn into, like, a statue that just becomes ash. It's, like, really weird. So, like, it's one portion of the game that you have to, like, get away from. And then that element in the second Little Nightmares is also there. There's, like, this eye, and it's, like, the symbol for everything. It's, like, the loading screen, and it's, like, you're running down a hallway, and you see this eye, and you're playing a different character, but the the premise is still the same. And the reason why I can't stop playing this game, because I've beaten it, um, like, I've beaten the story for the most part, is that, like, there's all these, like, little extra things that you can do. Like, um there are these glitches so they call them that you can collect um and apparently if you get them all you get a different ending and i haven't looked it up because i want to play it i want to know tempting like i want to experience it um but (laughs) when i say that i was so dissatisfied with the ending like it was such such a twist uh i was just really upset with the ending and now some people might be like, oh, you know, like it's it's really cool, like it came full circle, blah blah blah, um, you know, whatever. It I just was so angry, and so that's why I'm really hoping that my second playthrough, because you can play by chapter, you don't have to play the whole game from start to finish, um, that when I do collect all of these these glitches or or lost glitches, whatever they're called, that this secret ending that they're they're teasing at is going to be a little bit more satisfying. That it's it's not going to be quite as uh, disappointing as it was. And that's just my perspective. Like when you play it, you might be like, oh man, it's, you know, it, it works, but like, it doesn't work for me. That's all I have to say. That's okay. (laughs) And
3: I think. Well, I like that you like the game enough to play through it like three times. So
1: (laughs) well, I think like the scary element to the game is like the unnatural and elongated features of like the enemies. So like in the first one, there's like, a cook or like a chef, I don't even know what he is. And he has like no face. It's like it looks like a sock pulled up over his head. And he's wearing a like a weird hat, which is kind of funny because in the second game, the like bad guy also has the same hat. So it's just kind of like I, I don't know if that was intentional or not. But anyway, and he's got like. It just like,
3: felt like you were describing an uncircumcised penis. You were like,
1: <laughs> sock and then a hat and it- <laughs> Uh, i'm just saying (laughs) that kind of that kind of does work that kind of is what it looks like uh if you just like type in little nightmares like gameplay footage like you'll you'll see what i'm talking about but like there's two cooks um that are very large bloated like people they're people and i guess in like in a world where you're a child adults feel giant and they are truly giant everything Mm. in this world is giant like you can't even reach door handles without like a you know a box or something to stand on and it's like that's what makes it mm-hmm. scary because it's harder for you to get away and it's really just about getting away and getting to the end of the game for both of the titles and like when the adults like in the second one there's a teacher and the teacher is like she looks like she has a nice face her paintings on the wall she, she has a smile and then you see her in person and um her neck stretches really long like a goose unexpectedly and she like peers around corners and to see if you're there and you're like hiding under a box or like under a desk or something and it's so
3: she's the other
2: mother oh
1: god it's awful yeah a little (laughs) bit I was like she's
3: like the librarian from Monsters (laughs) University
1: oh yeah kind of sure yeah yeah kind of actually um but yeah like just stuff like that like really long elongated arms elongated fingers um like strange shapes to faces like one of the cook's you're looking at them like and the image that I posted for the the story today was of one of the cooks and six is the name of the so character. Scary. She's standing right in front of him and it looks like a face, right? It looks like his face. It's not his face. Because in the game he's like washing dishes and it's like a little it's not a cutscene, but like it's part of the, you know, the mechanics of the game. And he like sticks his hand up his cheek under the face and he's wearing someone yeah. else's face and it's like really creepy and it's just like those like little things that they put in to make you feel like extra like make <laughs> really make your skin crawl you know I'm
3: sorry megan is just like why am i here <laughs>
1: yeah (laughs) she has all the regrets (laughs) she's like (laughs) no but the game is really good though the story is like the story of the first one is phenomenal there's also dlc that you can get for it that gives you like three extra chapters um and you get to play this extra little character i haven't played it yet i really would like to i think i might even just like bite the bullet and buy it i don't even care because like i'm so drawn to this these titles and like i just Mm -hmm. i really want the ending (laughs) the second ending to be different than what it was because it was just so it was like it wasn't like disappointing in a sense it was like ah, I hate this game it was just heartbreaking so we got a question from one of our listeners so Nick asks can you recall a specific moment in a scary game that you know is coming yet every time you play it it still instills it still instills complete fear in you I have one okay
3: so as soon as I read it I also thought of like one of the earlier scary games that I had played and Leah mentioned it earlier is Bioshock. So again, never, I never finished it, unfortunately. And I, I would love to go back and play, but right away when you play Bioshock, you are basically in an elevator. And the first scary thing that happens is there's like these noises as if like there's a creature or something on top of the elevator. And then it goes like ding, and the elevator door opens and you're expected to get out of the elevator. And play the game. And every time I went to play this game, every time I started over and, and went to try to play again, I was like, no. <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> I don't want I'm not, I'm not getting out of the elevator. And I would sit there, genuinely, and like my brother would come by and be like, "Um, you have to get out. <laughs> and I knew no, there was you. nothing there. I knew that it wasn't going to be scary again for a little bit. But I was horrified that if I was in that position in real life, if I had to stand there and make the active choice to get out of the elevator, I would just stand there. A hundred percent. Like in real life, I was just like, no, absolutely not.
0: (laughs) Oh my gosh, that's so funny.
3: Scary. Oh man.
0: That's true. Super
2: scary. Um, One that I have is in The Last of Us 2, um, I had a hard time with that game because I tried to play it on like normal and hard. Um, And sometimes Joe would play and I would watch or vice versa. And there was one time where we were... Um, I think we were, I don't know what place we were in. It was Ellie by herself. And there's a point in the game where you have to like go through this like apartment complex. And there's a very clear workbench that you go to so that you can upgrade your bow or your guns or whatever. And anytime that I saw that it was like a safe place. Cause you would just like work on your stuff and then you would leave, but you put your bow down and you go to like pick something And the enemies like sneak up on you while you're in this safe space of the repairs on the workbench. So you like are going to choose uh, something to repair. And they literally like grabbed her and threw her down on the workbench. And I, I was surprised by it the first time. And then the second time I did it, because I died, I had to do it again. And I was like, fucking goddamn it. <laughs> so never expecting it, because in the previous game and in the previous instances while you're playing this game, it's like a safe space. So that was really good um, storytelling on Naughty Dog's end, because I wasn't expecting it.
3: You just assume you're like almost like in a menu screen like you're taking a break and you're doing something or upgrading yeah. your equipment so you don't expect to have to fight somebody and they just snuck behind mm-hmm. you and grabbed you behind the neck and we both like actively screamed at the TV like no
1: this is,
0: <laughs> this is safe time oh man that's fair yeah. for me again it's gonna be a, a scary game that's not scary for anybody else but it's um, if anybody has played Ori in the Blind Forest Oh. Or, Ori and the Will of the Wisps. So um, sad. It's the most heartbreaking game I've ever played in my entire life. But there is one particular moment where it gets really intense for me and scary every time because it's almost like a jump, jump scare. Um, there's certain levels in, or certain parts of the game in both games where the ultimate boss of the game is around but you have to get th- from point A to point B without being seen. So if you're in like an open area of the game, the boss will like notice you and then there'll be this like swelling sound and then it- the boss will like dive in front of the screen and then you die and start over.
1: No, um,
0: no. Not all the way over, but like from point A. You go back to point A. And the first time it happened, I literally was like, ah! <laughs> Because I wasn't expecting that like (laughs) big huge swipe across the screen and the like swelling sound of it getting angry is really scary. Right. So every time I got to that point, I'm like, Oh God, okay, (laughs) here we go. And then I'd go to the first like hiding spot and I'd wait there for a second and like prepare myself to continue to the next hiding spot because it was just so scary (laughs) the like suspense i don't want him to see me or like i'd start to jump and i would get the incorrect footing so i knew i wasn't gonna make it to the next place on time so i'd just like run and go back to the first hiding spot (laughs) oh my god it was so intense that's so cute yeah
1: um i think for me like two, there's two that get me all the time. Um, and they're like underwater specifically. And like, I'm not like, I don't have like a huge fear of, of deep water. Um, I've never really been like in a real life scenario for something like that to happen to me, but it's always in video games. Um, the first one is in Super Mario 64 in um, I can't remember the name of the the world. It's like, um, like dire, dire docks or something like that. Um, and it's like a, a ship wreck under like a lake and the exact same, like almost like to a T experience in Majora's mask. Um, and Joanne, you've played Majora's mask. I don't know if you've beaten it, but um, in great the great Bay, when you have to retrieve the eggs from that pit and you have to follow the seahorse Okay, so both, sure. both scenes have an eel. And it's not just like you see it from afar and you avoid it. No, no, no. It like just pops out at random points. And like in Super Mario 64, when you're like swimming down and you're like swimming and you have like an air meter and everything and you have to like collect the coins or mm. whatever it is that you're doing... It, it's a big red eel and it's got big giant scary teeth, big eyes, and it like pops out and it like comes right at you and attacks you. And the same thing happens in Majora's Mask when you're like swimming around and there's like holes in what looks like a trench. And you have to swim into the holes to get to the eggs. And same basic idea, like at random points there's like seaweed in front of them and these big giant eels like just pop right out at you. And every time, without fail, I'm like, I know what's gonna happen. I know what's gonna happen. I just gotta mm, gotta psych myself up. And I, like I jump. And like there have been times, like I've played these games over and over that I like scream because I'm like in my mind, I'm not like expecting it. Like I'm just like, oh, it's not as scary or whatever, or I'm like thinking about something else. And it just happens very unexpectedly. And it doesn't always happen like in the same spot. But like that gets me every single time. I don't know what it is, but it just does. Mm-hmm. That's so
3: funny. And it's you know what it's funny too? I just looked up a photo of it as well, just as a refresher Mm he he looks almost comical like it's it's, the photo that i looked at is it's it's almost like my statement of the fact that like zipper is scary he's just like peeking out of the hole and he's like (laughs) (laughs) but it's it's just because it's such an old game and you know that it's there that when you just look at like a picture of it it's just funny Mm -hmm. (laughs) but playing it obviously is very different
1: well like even Mm. like i don't know what it is maybe it's just fish giant fish things like Clanker from Clanker's Cavern in Banjo-Kazooie. It's the third world. You swim down this little hole. And then, oh, there's a giant shark, metal shark with eyes looking right at you with teeth sticking out. It, it gives me, like, the same effect every time. Like, it's, it's not a scary guy. He's like, help me. I can't breathe in this swampy water. Huh. And you're, like, supposed to save him. And, like, swampy he's, water. he's a nice guy. But, like, these other two gentlemen eels are just like no nah, i'm gonna chomp your face off and it's you know <laughs> i'm just not down for that
3: so we got fear of fish and then fear of yarn this is where <laughs>
1: <laughs> this is where we
3: we're finding new we have about some truths
2: today eels.
1: <laughs> and which by the way they've said in a tiktok video as of late that they don't know where they come from so that makes it even scarier fish eels Unagi. no eels
3: Oh. Ah, salmon skin roll. Ah,
1: unagi. (laughs) Well, that concludes this week's episode of Video Dames on Spooky Uki Games. I'm very happy that all of you joined me today to discuss some of the things that have traumatized us the most. Um, And I've definitely left Megan more traumatized than when she came in.
2: (laughs) On next week's episode, Make sure to come ready with your bowl of cereal, PJs, and Pokemon cards because we are talking 90s cartoons!
1: DD! <laughs>